Hey guys, this is Vijay, back with another interesting paper on the importance of neuroimmune communications. Today we are going to talk about the gut by going through the paper titled Neuroimmune Interactions Drive Programming in Intestinal Macrophages by Gabani et al. from the lab of Dr. Daniel Musida at Rockefeller University. The gut is such an interesting environment with the coexistence of immune cells and the microbiome in the same locale. I know, crazy, right? Bacteria and the immune system coexisting without attacking one another? Well, that's the most interesting part of the gut. Of the immune cells present in the gut, we will talk only about the macrophages today. Macrophages, one of the most flexible cell types there are in the human body and my favorite immune cells. They started out as phagocytes as described by Ilya Mechnikov and are now known to have many other functions like tissue repair. They are like undercover police in the tissues looking for any kind of suspicious activities to catch it and immediately report to reduce any kind of damage. The other interesting fact about macrophages is that they can be of different types in the same tissue. In this paper, we speak about the macrophages of the gut and their interactions with the nerves of the gut. Before I dive into the paper, let me give you an overview of gut macrophages. But before that, I should specify that the gut is divided into lamina propria and the muscularis layers. Lamina propria is a layer of connective tissue beneath the epithelium, rich in blood vessels and immune cells, aiding in nutrient absorption and defense against pathogens. The mucosal layer consists of the epithelium, acts as a protective barrier and plays a crucial role in immune responses and nutrient absorption. Depending on the location of these macrophages, they are either termed as lamina propria macrophages or LPMs that are more pro-inflammatory and the muscularis macrophages or MMs that are anti-inflammatory. Even infections enhance the differences between the cells. The beta adrogenic receptor signaling is known to partially influence this divergence due to their high expression in the MMs that are closely located to the enteric neurons. Using whole mount 3D imaging, the authors found that LPMs showed slow movement while MMs were more stationary, although had a greater dendritic projections. Also, MMs had two subpopulations with morphological differences, with stellate cells expressing some pseudopodia and dendritic ramifications showing some movement while the movement was absent in bipolar cells. I know, it is confusing. These many subtypes in one organ, but that's how macrophages are. It is important to study the impact of infections on these different types of macrophages. Do they change their phenotype or enhance their existing one? The authors tested the response of these macrophages to infections and saw that the MMs had an upregulated anti-inflammatory signature with uh, genes like arginase 1 upregulated while series 163 was downregulated but it was similar to LPMs. While the LPMs had very few changes specifically in IL-6 and NOS expression, these are pro-inflammatory markers. They show that the macrophages retain their state even under infection. After having identified their localization and phenotype, comes the question of the capability of these macrophages in expressing neurotransmitters or neuropeptide receptors. MMs were seen to have higher expression of beta-2 adrogenic receptors compared to LPMs and this was confirmed both by qPCR and flow cytometry. 
These MMs were shown to respond to a stimulus at the distal region by altering their gene expressions, but the mode of signal transduction was unknown. How can a signal farther from these cells reach them and modify their genes? Think of the localization of these cells and you got your answer. It is mostly the nerve signaling. To show this, they had to study the nerve macrophage interplay and what better than to use a reporter mouse for both the cell types. The first step was to cross existing mouse models having reporter genes from each individual cell type to be able to visualize both the cells in the mouse. They used a gut neuron specific indicator to study their signaling and functions near the macrophages. Recalling monologue 7, when I mentioned about neuroimmune interactions in NAMS, I also specified the importance of CX3CR1 expression on NAMS. Briefly recapping that episode, CX2CR1 or fractalkine receptor is specific to its ligand fractalkine, a chemokine involved in promoting various cell migration. These muscularis macrophages near the nerves in the gut also had high expression of CX2CR1. It was observed that these NAMs near the active nerves showed a high expression of beta 2 receptors as well. I know it's very confusing. Let's put it all together now. So there are macrophages in the gut and some of them are in close proximity to the nerves of the gut. And these macrophages have high expression of beta 2 adrogenic receptors. And the calcium signaling studied showed a high activities in these nerves. Uh, I hope everything is clear till now. Let's continue from here now. Now, the next curious part was why do these macrophages have a high expression of beta 2 adrogenic receptor? What upregulates this expression? To study this, they had to trace the source of norepinephrine that is the main activator of this adrogenic signaling and identified via imaging and flow cytometry that the norepinephrine was released by the nerves. So it is of neuronal and uh, origin and no other cells released norepinephrine. Here it gets more confusing. Now the nerves can have the cell bodies either within or outside the intestinal tissue making them intrinsic or extrinsic nerves. To identify the exact source of the signal is to study the presence of dopamine beta hydroxylase that converts dopamine to norepinephrine. Upon fate mapping and staining, they identified the extrinsic nerves to be the major, major source of norepinephrine in the gut. Also, upon salmonella infection, norepinephrine release was seen thus showing that the infection caused the nerves to release norepinephrine that is then taken up by the beta-2 adrogenic receptors on the muscularis macrophages. Researchers discovered that norepinephrine might cause increased beta-2 adrogenic signaling in macrophages affecting their genetic activity. They tested this by cultivating together nerve cells from the gut and the macrophages from the abdomen or a cell line. They observed increased arginase activities in the macrophages but no change in NOS2 or TNF levels. This change was driven by factors in the co-culture fluid not present in pure macrophage cultures, indicating nerve cells externally signal macrophages. Both norepinephrine and salbutamol, a beta-2 specific activator, had similar effects on macrophages whereas butaxamine, a blocker, did not affect arginase levels showing the influence of the nerve cells. 
Experiments with mice having altered adrenergic genes which code for beta 2 receptors showed reduced arginase 1 expression in macrophages during infection confirming neuron driven adrenergic signaling in uh, macrophage gene expression so to try to summarize the whole paper in one sentence we can say that this study highlights how enteric nerves and macrophages communicate to induce a protective response in tissue during infections that was one crazy ride right starting with understanding the macrophages and their variety in the gut to how their behavior is influenced by sympathetic signaling in the gut we have learned a lot today it is indeed a lot of information to process but a really interesting one macrophages are like the shapeshifters they can change to adapt to their microenvironment they encounter and nerves being the controllers of microenvironments can easily influence the phenotype and the behavior of macrophages i hope this was an interesting one today before i leave you guys i would like to ask a question completely unrelated to the topic we spoke today how does the immune system of preterm babies and the term babies differ are there any differences think of these questions and i will come back with another monologue and answer these questions until then have a good time and check out the amazing podcasts and monologues from antibodies